Hello, welcome to another episode of Sermon Review, Park Baptist Church Edition. We're going through <laughs> Matthew chapter 13, the parables. Love the name. Love the name. You love the name? Is it, you, you dig it? Straightforward. We actually, less is more, as one of our mm. avid podcast listeners has told us. Mm, less is more. There it is. Uh, I am Pastor Witt here with Pastor Dave, and we are going to review a sermon. That's what you do on a sermon review, right? Doing a sermon, Matthew chapter 13, 31 through 33. 31 through 33, mustard seed and leaven. He's talking about the kingdom of heaven? Yes. And we had a question um, flown into us by text message. Uh, It says, we have noticed you define the kingdom of heaven at the beginning of each parable. Do you mind expounding on it? Sure. So the way I've been defining the kingdom of heaven very briefly at the beginning of each parable is that the kingdom of heaven is God's redemptive reign. Uh, now, I would, I'm would, i adding maybe on earth, right? Uh, we know that the kingdom of heaven is, and the kingdom of God is, is a much larger than that. Um, but when Jesus is trying to teach his disciples what the kingdom of heaven is like, he's trying to say, okay, if your citizenship um, is in heaven, right? Yet you're called to live on the earth. How must you live? Mm. Uh, so it's really a matter of deciding how do kingdom citizens live? How do those who uh, bow the knee to Jesus Christ as Lord, how do they interact with the world? Um, now, when you die and go to glory, you don't really need to, to learn that because God is reigning in, in heaven. Mm. Um, but on earth, this is the way the kingdom of God will look. Um, now, even even this parable, it's the kingdom of God starts small and it grows to cover the earth. Um, that That's seems small. to be applying more to earth than it is to earth and heaven. Um, mm. So, but I think Jesus' primary teaching is how is God's redemptive reign, God's redeeming people from the world um, so that they're uh, in the world, but not of the world right. to submit as his, his lordship. Because ultimately, we know that God is reigning. He's on the throne. He is, you know, in control of everything. He's not surprised at anything that happens in this world. And yet, on earth, He has allowed evil to reign for a time. Um, to to have, you know, uh, this is the kingdom of the world, the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of the prince of the power of the air. And as Christians who have been redeemed now live under His reign, mm-hmm. and He's ruling. Really, you know, the the the, the church is the visible expression of the kingdom. So I would say that the kingdom of God, um, sorry, the church is in the kingdom of God, but the kingdom of God is more than just the church, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I wouldn't say that the, the church is the kingdom of heaven, but I do think the church is often, and most probably maybe an accurate description would be the visible representation of the kingdom of heaven would be the local church. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I, but I think with the uh, mustard seeds, I have a question about this, right? You'd say the fulfillment then of it becoming a tree, is that meant for here on earth? Or is that thinking in times as well when heaven and earth are one and the kingdom is the meek will inherit the earth, things like that. Is that, is that more of, is it both? I think, I think it's a both end. Okay. I think that, um, primarily he's trying to encourage the disciples that one day, um, and I do believe that's the final day, 
the kingdom uh, of this world will become the kingdom of the Lord and of his Christ, right? And this is Revelation uh, 11, 15. Um, I do think that the kingdom of God is expanding now, right? Mm -hmm. And I do think there, it, it, there is true where things that start small and seeds that are sown small can grow into movements, can grow into make large impact. Right. I mean, I think about you know a lot of the seeds that were sown, the seeds that were laid down at Park, the foundation, um, beginning in 2012. At least when I got there, and even of course the hundred years before, you know, uh, years ago, um, you know, we started we're relatively a small congregation. The impact they were having in the nations, I think, was relatively small. But as we continue to sow seeds and become faithful, our influence has grown so that we can have greater impact and greater blessing in the world. So I do think it's it's the principle is one that will ultimately be fully realized at the end of days. Right. But I do think that, I mean, think about how much the church has expanded mm -hmm. from Jerusalem. Yeah. Right. I mean, 120 disciples in the upper room. Yeah. Um, and now there is billions of people who have confessed the name of Christ. Yeah. So, so I guess, is there something there of like a both and as well of the expanding is partially numerically and partially just prominence and importance? Because you think at the end, at the end, there, it seems like there'll be more people who won't be in the kingdom of heaven then there will be in the lake of fire. It seems like that seems the trend of there's more there quantity, but the prominence is more of like glory, you know, that, that as well. Is there kind of a both end there? Yeah. But you think about how Jesus is speaking here. I think that his picture, the picture is, is that the kingdom of heaven will, it will grow mm -hmm. and the nations will be blessed. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the end of days, on the new heavens and the new earth, saints, people who bow to the knee of the Lord Jesus, will be from sea to sea, right? Mm -hmm. They'll cover every square inch of the right. So it's it's not necessarily numerical as and there's going to be more people in heaven than there's going to be in hell. Right. Uh, I think it's going to be like the people on earth are going to be going to be covering every inch. Yeah. So you're not going to find the wicked. You're not find those who don't know christ because right. they they will pass away they will perish mm. so i think that the, the encouragement that jesus is trying to give is hey listen i know things look bleak now and things look small now but one day it's going to cover the face of the earth and these wicked who are who are pushing against you and maybe the seeds that you sow that you think aren't going to make a big deal one day they're going to be realized and god's glory is going to be had on the world mm. that's good so you kind of went through mustard seed love, what's up so would you add anything there? Would you want to maybe make a comment there? Yeah, I just think of also like the end, just the, the significance of the people as well of like quality. Yeah, they're covering the earth, but there seems to be something of um, that weight, that glory of like they will be, the, the meek will be the ones who will be lifted up and raised up while the other ones will be, you know, like you said, uh, Put, put put away they'll be thrown away in the fiery furnace so there's something there of just as well as their because right now it seems like the world itself you know satan has the authority has but one day they will sit on the throne with god they will be ruling and reign it seems to be something there as well as the not yeah not near simply the numerical growth but the i can't put find the right word but the prominence i guess or something of the people as well 
lifted. There's always, always going to be a quantity versus quality, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to have quantity in one day, mm -hmm. but there's depth and quality mm -hmm. in the kingdom of heaven now. Yeah. I think that he's trying to say, listen, there's going to be lots of attacks against the, from the evil one against the church. But you know what? In the end of the day, the church wins. Yeah. You know, God is on his throne. I mean, I think often like your sermon was so excellent on Sunday night, trying driving the same point, you know, like Goliath is going against the, the going against the armies of the host of heaven. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, dude, you're going to, this is a no brainer. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Of course. Of course. And I think so often we look at our enemies, right. We look at the, what's happening around us, whether the seeds are not being sowed and, you know, opposition to the gospel and we get, um, overwhelmed, we get discouraged. Right. And I think Jesus is here is saying, guys, I know it looks small now, but one day right. you'll see. Yeah. Just stay steadfast. So you gave four encouragements. Encouragement, right? That it's okay with being obscure and obscurity is fine in the kingdom of heaven, your father sees. Uh second, uh God's good promise, right? God is what is he promising for us? Well, he's going to promise that we're going to grow and we're going to cover cover the earth. Right? Yeah. So it's really what we're just talking about. Yeah. You, you, sh you shouldn't be discouraged because of what's going to happen at the end. And the third one, right, to, it seems to be there of encouragement to influence others through you, what you say and what you do. You are, you're, the kingdom is like leaven. It, it interacts with others. It helps God will use us to help others. And then yeah, well, to persevere. Yeah, yeah, we'll be salt and light in this world. Mm -hmm. Um, going to influence people. People are going to come to Christ because of us, right? God has us in the world for the reason, for a reason, right? right. We're called to be in the world, but not this world, right? We're called to represent the kingdom of heaven uh, on earth. Um, so stay steadfast, continue it. You know, I mean, I think that you know, in my ministry, there have been so many people that I've encountered who just just are discouraged, right? They're discouraged with some trial in their life where that's trial is infertility, that trial is not being able to find a spouse, that trial is being at a difficult job or being in a difficult relationship, difficult season and finances. I mean, discouragement comes. And I think we just need to be reminded to persevere because in the end you win, right? And this right. is primarily thinking about people our evangelism, people who do not know Christ. One day, some will bother knee. Right. Yes, some are going to, the seed that's going to be sown are going to be snatched up or going to be grown and they're going to turn away from Christ and fall away. But in the end, Christ wins and yeah. that's glorious. Which is Persevere. kind of a point there, yeah, persevering at the end. So just anything, you know, as we kind of come to a close here, just thinking about the sermon, right? Mustard seed, leaven, your encouragements there to the church. Seeing like for the people at Park, reflecting on the sermon, here's a way to practically apply this text to your life this week. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the one thing that I wish I would have done more of is just talk about maybe the more present day reality, right? So I'm kind of focusing more on the eternal, what's oh. going to happen at the end of days, which I think is the primary, maybe the, the, an application that I think Jesus is trying to make, make the primary application. But listen, God wants to grow things. I mean, I think about like our church was once really tiny and had a little impact, but we're growing, right? Mm -hmm. To have a greater impact. Um, you know, don't underestimate those things. Yeah. Don't underestimate the small little ways that you can um, serve your kids and how that's going to lead them to Christ or mm -hmm. how those little ways of serving your spouse, how that's going to produce um, godliness in them mm -hmm. or the the kindness and welcoming of, of visitors to our church. 
Hmm. You know, how that little aspect of welcoming someone may actually lead them to join the church and then have them flourish in Christ. And, you know, I was thinking about this in just terms of even the small thing we've done in terms of the internships that I've done at Park. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it'd be like six months, we'll read books together and have people teach. Well, most of them are serving as deacons and elders. Some have gone off to plant churches and, you know, serving in, in full-time vocational ministry. That was an hour and a half, you know, for five months. Yeah. And people have grown, right? It's like something very small seems insignificant, mm-hmm. and yet God is using it in a tremendous way. So don't underestimate the little ways that you serve the kingdom. I think, the you know, another, maybe another parable that we could say that he who is faithful in little, God will bless with much. Yeah. Be faithful in the little things. God will allow you to see that over time. So don't be discouraged. Press on and continue uh, to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you mind praying us out? Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for pictures that the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds of the garden plants growing into a mighty tree to welcome birds that can make refuge in their nests in, in its in its branches. Pray for uh, us to be like leaven, sown into the world to impact the world for your good and for your glory. We pray, God, that we would just understand that everything we do in your name uh, will one day uh, bear fruit. Lord, help us be faithful. Help us persevere uh, in your name. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.